Hello and welcome back to not. Nope. Welcome back to Heavy is the Crown. I am your host, Vector Lin, and joined with me over Zoom is Nicole Retrograde. Hello. Hi, how are you? Was doing just fine before you, you set up this call, and now I'm talking to you, so it could be better. But... Well, sorry you're stuck with me at home. But I'll survive. But the label said we had to continue doing stuff for some reason. Neither of us apparently read the contracts we signed, so. I don't do reading often. Here we are, and we're just kind of here, and whatever. But it's that's not the point. As you know, recently, Motionless and White released their Creatures, Infamous, Reincarnate, Graveyard, Shift, Disguise, Six studio album scoring the end of the world. And if you've been following the show for a while, Motionless and White has been on almost every playlist every week. So it's a pretty big staple, uh, staple band for me and Nicole. And uh, one of us thought of the brilliant idea to ruin our experience of the band by listening to the album together. So we're going to go here track by track and give a review of each and every one of them and what no matter what nicole says she will be wrong that's what you think nicole anything to add before we start yes you're incredibly annoying and i have high hopes for this album tell me something i don't know anyway are you ready to begin with the first song of course This one should be great for you. It's titled Meltdown. I'm not going to give an end welcome back because no time would have passed because YouTube copyright is fun. Yes. Anyway, Nicole, thoughts? Yeah. Um, I I loved it. I really... I liked the beginning of it. I felt like for this to be the first track of the album, it's a. I feel like it's a very powerful beginning. Powerful beginning uh, will definitely grow on me with time. Not my favorite opener, though. Uh, I, I thought Disguise was definitely a good opener. Uh, definitely a lot hard, uh, very hard to beat. Uh, especially with the title track. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought it was good. But I felt like they went a little too much with the little gimmicks, per se. Mm-hmm. The whole AI voice, I think, came in one too many times. There were different voices, too. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, there definitely were. And um, they used the... Um... Uh, emergently, emergency alert system sound effect. They did? Kind of scared me for a moment there. <laughs> when? They had some some time in the middle, I believe. Oh, really? I missed that. Um, I, I would have to agree. I like that they included it, but it might have been a little bit overused. Yeah. But what I did like is I feel like that brought some sort of balance between... Um, Cyberhex, the single, right. and some, and kind of brought the the kind of tone of that song, uh, and collaborated with the the sound that we're used to, and I guess it's just that more of like the yeah. aggressive vocals in there, Bang. and I it's I feel like they're they're just trying. It might be it might serve as a perfect introduction to the remainder of the album is what I'm trying to I, say. I, I was gonna say based on the singles we've heard, this the the meltdown does really get you into that tonal shift between mm-hmm. disguise and this one. Yeah. Or so I agree. We'll have to see what the rest of the album says. I also thought the start was very groovy though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Enjoyed you saw it. me, but there was there's a clip of me dancing at the beginning, and I'll put that yeah. in front of me talking probably since was, we lost our editors. Oh, yeah, we'll figure that yeah. out. Uh, yeah, you you worried me for a moment there. 
What? It's like, is, is, is he okay? Is he, is he doing okay? Um, I will no, say... I, I can't blame you. Yes. I will say one thing, though. Um, I'm going to have to take off points for swearing. Uh, this mm. cannot be played on the radio. So, so lame. Loses a few points in my book. Just saying. And I also have a mm. note here wrote Cool Bridge, but I now forget what part that was. It was the bridge part. Thank you. Of course. But I don't I remember. Oh, I think it was the remain calm and evacuate immediately part. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Overall, good song. I agree. Shall we move on? Yes, we shall. All right. This next track number two is titled Sign of Life. <laughs> Sign of life. Not bad. I, I I liked it. Yeah. Um it this one it feels like I don't know, it's very branching out from MI uh from motionless and white. When mm -hmm. I when I started hearing this, I'm like, this doesn't sound like an motionless and white track. I definitely got uh, vibes of Three Days Grace from the chorus. And then after the second chorus, I definitely got Breaking Benjamin vibes. Mm. I mean, for sure, I know that this sounds like the, the earlier music. It was very much screaming the majority of the words. And I definitely appreciated the balance of like he there was more aggressive moments right but for the most part it was more of showcasing his singing voice more than the singing screaming one right um and it reminded me in a weird way of masterpiece the other single really but i suppose it's because that's another one that i think showcases the like more singing oh I don't, yeah I don't, definitely more voice there's also literally this one word in my favorite motionless track uh black damask when he says the word alibi and it reminded me of that one word that he's saying and that's for some reason the the way that he sings that one word was mm. something that stuck with me and i've always loved it and i have a couple songs where it's like there's just one word that that's the one that makes the song beautiful and I don't know how to describe it exactly, but I really liked the style that he sang the song because it could be entirely different if they decided, oh no, like the entire chorus and everything's going to be like right. more aggressive. So I, I like the choice that they made with that. Yeah. Um, also, I liked the ending. I don't know how you felt about it. I wasn't expecting the ending. Like the, the instrumentals were calming down and I'm like, okay, they're just gonna fade out. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought it sounded a little, I don't, I don't wanna say weird or out of place, but I, mm -hmm. it's de I definitely wasn't expecting more lyrics to be there. Yeah, they could have just faded the music out and like not had that. I understand though. I, I feel like it was very motionless. Yes. But I, I understand maybe not so much the song. But I don't know. I, I like it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I just was caught off guard by it. Mm -hmm. Shall we move on to the next one? Um, I had one more comment. Uh, towards the beginning, I know they had a couple moments of like his vocals were was like skipping, and I noticed that they also had that in the first track as well. Yes, I'm. I enjoy that, but I'm afraid that they're going to overuse it, and mm. I hope that they don't. They only threw it in a couple times in this song, right? And I hope that it's not in every one, because although I enjoy it. I don't. I don't want it. If it's in every track, then it, it's a bit yeah. Overused. It shouldn't be overdone. I also oh, forgot yeah. to mention we should probably rate these songs. 
um, oh, don't make me on do a that. scale of like one to ten. Don't make me do that. I'm sorry. It's, it's in hard. our contract. No, but it's difficult to do because I, I haven't listened to the whole thing through. Well, first, to... no, of the song. Of the song Com Eve. Compared, but, but I, I haven't defined the scale. Well, just in your previous motionless taste, I guess. Okay. I'll give this one a uh, 7 out of 10. You stole my number. Oh, I am sorry. I really no, like I really like the different band influences I got. I definitely like the Three Days Grace from the chorus, the little Breaking Benjamin from the breakdown. So I'll give this one a 7 out of 10, and I'll give Meltdown a 6.5 out of 10. Which, it, it seems low, but like, I don't know. It's, mm -hmm. it's still good. They're just not my top motionless songs yet. Yeah. I'm what trying to think about Meltdown. It's so long since we first heard it. <laughs> it's maybe been 15 minutes. Couple minutes, not even. Um, don't know. I'm thinking. Because I, I really liked it, but then, like, uh, your point about the voices, you know, there was, like, kind of a, a bummer, almost, like, it was, it was overused. But I, I love the intro. I'll, I'll say for now, I'll give it to six of okay. ten. Next. I, I still would say that's really good. Yes. Next up is Werewolf. Um, Are we still listening to Motionless in White? <laughs> that... But on the other hand, the rest of the album has a lot to contend with. That may very well be the best song on the album right now. I'm speechless. So moving on to the next song. No, 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 no. I'll figure the words to say, but I, that. I, I know. I was, wow. So that's to the be first I've ever heard of them do like that electro. You know the word better than I do. What is that called? Like that, what was that intro called? It wasn't exactly, it wasn't electro pop? Uh, like more. Mm. Let it's me not... look up. Let me look up a special someone, and then I'll explain it. Right. I'm looking up this individual's genres. Electronic. It just says electronic music. Uh, it, it was like electronic industrial um, kind of mix. It's hard to explain, but I don't think there's ever been a song by. Chris and the band with that kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. But they do it well. I have uh, no grievances with this song. Um, I'm also seeing dark wave and synth pop. Those are probably better terms. Uh, words similar to that. I've also yeah. seen industrial rock. I feel yeah. like there's elements of that for sure. Definitely. I mean, uh, I feel like they definitely have tracks that are a little bit more industrial. Um, but there's elements of that. Um, I'm very shook by this, this song I in the best way possible. I noticed. I need to specify that I loved it. This song um, came absolutely out of nowhere and oh is goodness. brilliant. Um, because I must speak of the individual that I, I don't. I'm going to talk about another artist uh, that I've listened to for many years. Uh, that would be William Control. 
Um, he actually went on tour with Motionless in White in 2017. And this is the most William Control-esque song that Motionless has. I know there were some elements in um, the song Unstoppable yes. that um, I feel like we're kind of pulled into this song because I remember- But not they... to this degree. No, like that, I, I was in love with Unstoppable for the reason that it, it sounded like one of my other favorite artists. And this just, that was just a taste of what they're capable of clearly given yes. this song. Um, wow. Two closing points. Wow. <laughs> Two closing points for me. Chorus, mm. Werewolf, nine out of 10. Thinking. You, okay. I'm thinking. I'm trying to see what what could possibly remove a point. Just because nothing's perfect. It's the thing. It's like like I'm tempted. Like I'm thinking like not like we were doing decimals. Well, do death. I did six point five. Yeah. Point five. I'll do a nine point five. Okay. Because this is absolutely delicious. But I will say that to me, this song alone belongs on like one of the playlists that I have for myself, while the others so far, including the singles I've heard previously, belong on like a different play. Like it, oh, it, definitely. It's totally a different vibe that I'll put on the William Control Depeche Mode playlist that I have. Like it's more fits that vibe. Also, um, would like to. Uh, add points for no swearing, but subtract points for not making this one of the singles, which we could have played during one of our new music mm -hmm. segments. That's a little rude, but I think they wanted this shock factor. Yeah, definitely. Of you did not know that this gem was going to be on this album. Well, let's um, see what the rest has in store. Moving on to Porcelain. Porcelain. I'll start off by saying this. I'm really, I thought it was really cool that they put out a lyric video for each of the songs. And that is my thoughts on Porcelain. What do you mean by that? It is another life, but not as good. Hmm. It's not a bad song by any means. The chorus is beautiful, but at the same time, it's not, I don't know, it feels like it's missing something. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Um, I feel like this song has a lot of potential to have something like how they did the um, motion picture collection of yes. uh, two of their songs. Eternally I've, Yours and Another Life, yes. Yes, and I, I, I feel like I would love to hear uh, that version. Because um, it sounds, there's, there's parts of it that makes me feel like it belongs more in like some, like a show right like a like film or i don't want to say like oh this belongs on broadway but there's elements of it that reminds me of like oh he's singing on a stage not in yes. front of a motionless and white audience um I... it was a an interesting balance between those kind of vocals and the instrumental like yes um i i like it but I feel like I I would rather listen to like a the motion picture version of it. I that's kind of fair. I kind of hope that that's something that happens because I feel like that could be really good. Yeah, and the, if you know the order of the album, Slaughterhouse follows this one, and I thought there's going to be a very stark contrast in terms of tones, mm -hmm. which doesn't make it bad. But just seeing what was next, I'm like, hmm, how are they going to bleed one to another? If they do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, another thought that I had was this sounds like kind of an end of the album yes. song. Yes, I was going to bring that up once yeah. we got to Masterpiece, but yeah, you. Mm-hmm. it's with a slow song you would usually end it out yeah. with. Yeah, definitely, is, like not, what track is that? Four? four five. Of, four. Five, four. Four of how many? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, so it's it's not in the middle. No. But it's towards the beginning. Yeah. And again, like you've said, we we think Slaughterhouse has been previously released. And we know that that's a very aggressive song. It's the song. heaviest on the album. According as far to, as we know. According to Chris. I saw a little snippet of an interview when he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll talk I about mean, that after the song. It's it's a lot, and I, I don't doubt that, for sure. Cause, but knowing what we know, right? listening to that song and then going into the next one is going to be a really harsh difference. And I, I suppose maybe it's there to, to keep the audience that listens to albums through on their toes. Never let them know your next move. Yeah. And um, the ordering of that is surely interesting. Right. Well, uh, rating on this one? Oh no, you go first. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. It's still a good song, and I like the chorus, but overall it felt like it was missing something. Like, okay. if we didn't hear Masterpiece yeah. before, I'd say, okay, this is the, one of the, the slower songs on the album, but I mm. think Masterpiece has that title already. I have to agree. Um, I, I hope that you don't think I'm copying you. Actually, I don't really mind if you if you do. I don't care what you think. But Come up with your I own ideas, leaning, Nicole. I Actually, was leaning... maybe you should copy me. Your own ideas were never that great. Lack of sharks. They need more representation in the music industry. Anyway, shall we move I on to Slaughterhouse? Was... Do you not want to hear oh, my official... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm, I would also give this a 5 out of 10. And I would like to specify that 5 is still really good. Yes. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it on a scale of motionless, which means that even the, the songs that are at the bottom are still incredible. Uh, but I would Correct. agree. I feel like I, if I leave a song wanting an alternate version of it, there's some stuff that could be done. However, I will yeah. say, I'm, I'm still going to listen to it. Of course, definitely. Next track up is Slaughterhouse. We've already heard this before, so it won't be our first impressions because it's one of the singles, but nevertheless, let's go. start off by saying this when this song first came out it wasn't my favorite but i cannot deny it is catchy and has been stuck in my head i will say that as it should be yes yes this is when you jump in with your opinion that's okay oh i didn't know if you were done oh well I'll interrupt you if I think of something else. Okay, of course. Um, listening to this song a couple times now, I I think, is it my favorite of All Motionless? I'm not quite sure, but I would say it's definitely high up there. Really? Um, I really like that it's so in your face, essentially. Like, there's, there's just a lot, and I don't I just love it. I love it. And I love the ending when it's just straight up yelling. And I like that it doesn't end there. That it could have just ended like, um, oh goodness, when we just listened to the other song with this, this speaking sign of, sign of life. When there was like, it was more so speaking. Right. It wasn't as screaming, but it's kind of the same same sort of thing um but they continued after that segment of the song and i thought that that made it like you can't escape this song (laughs) like it was just so in your face and just when you think it could be done it's not 
Um, and while I was listening to it, I found that there were a lot of songs off of uh, Graveyard Shift that it reminded me of. Really? Um, the first one that I was thinking of was The Ladder. And mm, then yes. um, there's a little bit of uh, 570 at some point. Um, but and then and then I also thought of rats, but I don't know if that's just because it sounds like there were some lyrics that connected the two songs, and that could have been the main reason why. When you mentioned, mentioned the word rat. No, they said cruel intentions, and it reminded me of rats because that's a that's the part of that song. Um, and then I I don't remember the 570 bit, but I don't uh, remember cruel intentions and rats. Um, it was. It you you can show me later. Yeah, um, I I remember it was that was one of my favorite tracks yes. off of a graveyard shift for a while, and there were also some parts of it that definitely reminded me of uh, Devil's Night. Mm, yes. Uh, from Infamous, and that's another one of those like songs that I really really enjoy. So, um. I, again, we can't give the initial reaction because we've already listened to it. But if I could give off any sort of vibe of the song, it, there are definitely elements of those songs that I mentioned. Yes. And all of those songs I have absolutely fallen in love with ever since you know I first heard those. Um, so I would say nothing but good reviews of this song. However, I don't really like the squish noise at the end of the song you right. know what i'm talking about it doesn't bug me that much it's i don't like it i barely notice it but yeah i i and i always thought chorus changes in songs were cool where it's the same chorus but they switch up the words and motionless does that a lot you'll hear a song and then in their final chorus, they'll switch up the words a bit, but they did mm -hmm. that in each one of their verses for this one. Mm -hmm. uh, not verses, choruses, sorry. And I thought that was cool. And especially in that final chorus uh, before the break, like when they mm -hmm. get through the first part and they, they the Brian, I believe, screams eye for an eye. Uh, mm -hmm. First of all, love that part. Uh, second, we have to talk about the feature. I think it works mm. beautifully. Yes. I, I felt like the, the voices blended in in a very yes, nice way. I've, at the start, the start, the very start of the song is not Chris, it's Brian. And I honestly thought it was Chris's vocals. Mm -hmm. I do like when there's features where you could tell the difference between the two artists. But then there's also ones where like, the voices blend together so nicely. Well, as this... previously established, I can't mm -hmm. tell voices apart for yeah. any features. Well, I, as someone who uh, has ears that work, um, I could agree that, uh, that this is just a very good collaboration and their voices went together quite nicely. Anyway, shall we move on to Masterpiece? Once again, give... another single. Oh, uh, eight out of 10 for me. Gonna give it an 8.5. Oh, trying to up me? I, um, yeah. Giving it a higher score doesn't make your opinion more important. It doesn't, but it's my honest review of the song. Fair enough. Anyway, next up is the other, the second single off the album, Masterpiece. I forgot about Bacon Chris. All right. Yes. I lied about what I said before. Mm -hmm. This is the best song on the album. Hmm. Yes. Absolutely 10 out of 10. But it didn't swear, so it gets 10 bonus points. 20 <laughs> out of 10. Cool. That's all I will say. Um, I will say that, again, 
it being in the middle of the album is really interesting and yes um almost dead middle of the album yeah um and i like the music video i would say also that this song very much does remind me of another life really um it does uh but i really like that one oh, so yeah. so this is not uh an insult in any way oh, it is a great not. song um and i feel like this is another one that also showcases chris's voice definitely um while i do really like this song i would have to give it to seven out of ten really um it's really good don't get me wrong but i don't i don't know i, I don't know i'm feeling seven okay fair enough not much to say on this one as we've already heard it so first impressions are gone so we will move on already to the next one cause of death Nicole, you first. Um. Um. Uh, first of all, this song being after Masterpiece is still interesting. And, yes. But definitely continues the theme of the band keeping us on our toes. Um, there were a lot of elements of this that reminded me of other songs. The first one I can't quite place, but the introduction definitely reminds me of something else. Um, there was some, there was a moment where it almost sounded like Cyberhex vocally yes. in, in like a different way. I, I heard um, it too, yes. Yeah, and I liked that. And also in a very strange way, there were elements that reminded me of Hold On Till May by Pierce the Veil. Oh, okay. Um, which is, you know, a phenomenal song. Um... I'm going to say it was just the, the the tune of some of the vocals that reminded me of that. And um, I really enjoy that part. Um, it reminds me of some of their earlier work. Yes. I was going to say earliest. I was going to say exactly. I, I, I heard it and I'm like, this, the, the intro is very break the cycle. I, I would have to agree. I don't and, um, have. I love it. Yeah, I don't have much, like, things to point out from this particular track. I thought it was good. Uh, like I said already, the infamous vibes, uh, the infamous tone, you know what I mean. Uh, the infamous sound is the word I'm looking for. Uh, specifically, Break the Cycle. Um, the lyric videos, I definitely think, are helping me give a better opinion of each song because I'm able to understand the words I would have otherwise missed. Mm -hmm. Be, and I say that because I noticed in the second chorus, each line flipped perspective from the first. Mm. So one of the lines mm. was, uh, or the ending line, uh, the first verse, the first chorus went, I found, I found life in your cause of death. And then when we hit the second chorus, Chris uh, saying, you found cause in my, you found life in my cause of death. Hmm. And I thought that was cool. And then the okay. third chorus completely changed wording altogether. And hmm. I thought that was very interesting. And that's why I, like I that. really like this song. Mm -hmm. That's just what I noticed from a lyrical perspective. The only real thing that I could add from a lyric perspective is they mentioned cruel intentions yet again. Yes, I noticed that. <laughs> and um, so they have a lot of cruel intent in this album. And that's it. That's the review. Yes. Final score, 7.75 out of 10. Um, I'm going to give this one a 6.5 out of 10. Fair enough. Next, we become the night. I spent oh, some time at the beginning, especially once the first chorus hit, trying to place what band this song reminded me of, and I couldn't do it. And I 
think that's because it reminds me of a lot of bands. Because a lot of bands have these kind of songs. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. With this like tone and this chorus, this choir of people within the chorus. And so mm -hmm. it, it didn't feel, it definitely did not feel motionless. It's another one of those mm -hmm. songs where they're trying something new and it's not bad, but I, they, it loses, it doesn't have a motionless touch to it. I would have to agree. I, I still enjoyed it. Oh, 100%. Um, but I have to agree. It did feel like whatever you would call this type of song is something right. that a lot of bands do have. Although I would say that there's some elements of it that reminded me of another one of the songs. I'm going to cough before I say it <coughs> because I needed to cough. Uh, it reminded me of Everybody Sells Cocaine a yes. little bit. Yes. Um, besides that, I definitely But everybody see a point. sells cocaine had something to it that this was missing. I, I agree. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, besides that, I do like at the beginning, it kind of gave me uh, Jack Skellington vibes. The way that he sang it. It sounded yeah. like it's, uh, the style in which he was singing the beginning of the song. Yeah. It was definitely like a little Nightmare Before Christmas vibes. Um, and that's pretty much what I had on this one. Yeah, not too much to say either. Six out of ten for me. I would have to completely agree on that. Okay. Next up is BFBTG. Corpse Nation, and if this is what I think it is, I'm going to be very excited, but I'm not going to say anything yet. Finest <laughs> swearing points. Are you okay? No, I, I knew you were going to hate that. That was going to be the first thing that you said. <laughs> it's true. I mean, the last one... <laughs> What? I don't I don't know. It um I knew you weren't gonna like it. That's why I'm laughing at it. Oh. Um I can't say I disagree though. Thank you. Of course. So it took me up until the moment before we played it to realize BFBTG stood for broadcasting from beyond the grave. Which I loved on disguise. Mm. But I think I loved Death Incorporated more. This one was good. Yes. The chorus was good. However, and maybe it's because I've been listening to it since the album came out three years ago, but I feel like Death Inc. was just a little, had a little bit more comedy to it. Yeah. Like, like the wording was a little bit more playful. Yes. It almost makes it like this song. I like this song, but to give it broadcasting yes. from beyond is it makes it automatically be associated with the other one. And um I I don't know like besides the intro what is the the connection? Exactly. As much um That's even though I, I did like it. Oh, 100%. It was still a good song, but not as good as Death Inc. And I don't know if you noticed, but the intro voice was different from Death Inc. Mm hmm. It was. I have to listen to it again. Yes. Um, I do have one note, and it might be a little bit controversial considering uh, I don't know this band as much as you do, but this sounds like it would be an Ice Nine Kills song to me. I can't even give an opinion because we're watching the lyric videos on YouTube and at the bottom of the screen, what the top comment caught my eye and it literally says, is it me 
or did Ice Nine Kills rub off on you guys during the Trinity of Terror tour? Right? It sounds like it should be one of I, their I songs. I can't even give my opinion now because now two people have said it. So I don't even know what I think for myself. Apologies. Um, it definitely has, yeah. it, it definitely combats Slaughterhouse for heaviest songs. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I love it. I love Eight it. Out of 10. And you will listen to it again. And you will tell me that it sounds like an Einstein Kills song. Maybe it does. And I mean that in the best way. Because I, I really like the music. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to copy you again and give it an 8 out of 10. But Whatever. again, the, the comparison between this one and uh, Death Incorporated is strange to me. Yes. Um, and I don't, I don't see the connection. Like, um, I don't know, the other ones are the name that I won't repeat, but uh, Dead as Very Dead. Yes. <laughs> um, I feel like they kind of had there yes. was a connection between the two of them. That and Undead Ahead. Feeling. Undead Ahead 1 and 2 also were mm -hmm. more tonally connected. These exactly. two seem very different. Very different. And so I don't really know what the connection is beyond the introduction. Yes. But that doesn't mean that it's not a bad... It's not a good song. It is a good song. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. And next up is Burned at Both Ends 2, which... Should have come before Corpse Nation. We fired the digital marketing team, right? That was a thing that happened, yes. Okay, because only them could mess up this bad. Mm -hmm. The album's literally in a track order. How do they mess that up? Beats me. Anyway, let's move on to the next song. Nicole, would you mind taking this one? I'm not too familiar with the first song. All right. Or the first, yeah, I guess the first song would be right, right? Uh, with the, the first uh, Burned at Both Ends yes, uh, that's from their I mean. album, Infamous, um, I will say that when I saw that there was going to be a two, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. I didn't know if they were just going to do the original in maybe a different way, an alternative version. Um, but instead, what I found was this is really, essentially, a update to the story of the original song. Um, Which is? Burned it for yeah, What is the story, I mean? Oh, okay. So, so what I saw was um, essentially, and I, I admit that I had to look up the lyrics a little bit because it's one of their earlier songs right. um, that I'm not as familiar with. But um, even the first line is, there's nothing left now that doesn't come from suffering. Uh, another line, where's my life gone? And it's very much um, kind of crumbling after uh, some sort of you know, incident of I what I could only assume some sort of relationship that ended poorly. Um, and so I recognize that the lyrics of this was about trying to, you know, pick up the, the broken pieces of himself after he had to deal with all the suffering that was explained in the first song. And the song was trying to figure out how to continue on in life after the incident of the first one. And to me, it really seemed like one of redemption and, you know, coming out the other side victorious. And um, I really liked that. Um, as speaking on the, the actual vibe of the song, I suppose I can't really because I don't know um how to properly compare the two uh, i'd have to give the first one a listen again but i really liked that it was essentially giving an update 
and giving um I don't I don't know how to describe it but I I really really like it and I feel like I I'm, didn't even know that a second version of this song was necessary um and I'm really happy with how they they ended up doing it um I say I really like the song like I, I'm really in love with the sound and I would say because of me comparing this to the original I was paying attention to the lyrics a lot more of this one than I, I did some of the previous ones that we listened to tonight and I'm, I'm pretty blown away by this and the fact that they called back to an earlier work. Um, additionally though with the uh, lyric video what I really enjoyed was the entire time the background was broken glass um, and there were moments where there was like lights around the border that was definitely a nod to the infamous cover art and um, I just really really enjoyed calling back to that song and such an incredible album that you know it, even even that album in itself is the reason it contributes to where they are today um i i absolutely loved it i agree with everything you just said 7.5 out of 10. wow i am going to give this a 9 out of 10. Okay. i really enjoyed this one Next up would be Corpse Nation, but we already heard that one. Because uh, whoever gave us this playlist is stupid. So next up would be Cyberhex. The first single we heard, which came with the announcement of the album. So we've been sitting on this one for a while. We've played it multiple times on the it's show. It's nice and warm. Gross. Wow. I had a lot of notes and they're all very good. Um, I would say this song as the this was the first one. I'm dropping my phone. Uh this was the first song uh of this album that was released and really it's like I, I don't even know how to explain it. It I, I'm going to say that it set the tone of expect the unexpected with this album. Yes. Because definitely. while there there are a lot of elements of this that are very motionless, this was very different. Yeah. And it's really hard, you know, sometimes I've been comparing the the songs on this album to previous ones, but I will say that this is one song I don't know what song I can compare it to. Yeah. And um, it's not even like, oh, it's this one, but I can't remember the name of it. I would say this one's very original for them and I can't find songs to compare it to because I've been comparing other songs on this album to this single. Yes. Um, I, I'm going to say there were, um, there's some elements that kind of reminded me of uh, Falling in Reverse, um, specifically like Coming Home, but yeah. I'm gonna say it was like kind of the more robotic voices. Uh, that might have reminded me of that. Um, so this song has a moment of um, the vocals skipping. And this is why I brought it up earlier. I was a little bit afraid that there was going to be a little too much of that throughout the album. But I will say that because I haven't heard that since my comment all those songs ago, that uh, I'm not too worried about that. And I like as long as it's used a little bit here and there then um i enjoy it and i'm gonna say that they did a great job with that i believe it only happened once in this song and it just it just adds a little bit uh more to it um and in addition uh i you might be able to talk a little bit more about the lyrics themselves but i like um this seems to be more of a story progression yes throughout this song that is just a little bit more emphasized than I would say in other songs and I'm talking songs just in general not right. even just this album 
Um, and I, the placement of the song, I'm personally going to say I don't really have complaints about it. I like that they've been mixing up the vibes of the song and um, I would say that they, they put this after um, some songs and hopefully before, but we don't know, songs that sound like more motionless. Right. But there's still parts of the song where it's it doesn't sound like like it wasn't it still sounds like it's motionless to my right. But it's very, very different from the other things that we've heard and I really like it. My last comment is I like the pink and blue in in the visuals because I love that colour combination. Very eternally yours and i will always associate that color combination with that music video yes i have a what what are your thoughts i have a lot of the same opinions when it first came out very taken aback not taken aback taken by surprise very different from time bomb and disguise as a whole and but it eventually grew on me. It's a song I've come to love. But something that's always bugged me, and this has nothing to do with the song, more so the direction of the album as a whole, what Motionless and White have cemented themselves as in the industry is a weird kind of clash with the sci-fi theme of this album and uh, a big a big thing of that is on the cover of the album itself it it doesn't look wrong but the swirly almost freeform gothic font of the motionless and white logo doesn't match with the rigid geometrical stylings associated with high tech and sci-fi and stuff like that. It's not bad, but it's more of a clash rather than a compliment. Mm -hmm. And one more final closing thought before I give my final score is Apocalypse. I still don't know if I love or hate that line. Nine out of ten. I would have to agree with that part, actually. Um, I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10. I really love it. I really love it. And now I think we move on to the song we've been waiting for since we've seen the track list. Red, White, and Boom. Okay. Overall, not a bad song, but I feel like we've been doing this a lot with this album, with comparing it to other Motionless songs. And unfortunately, we can't stop here because this is very much America from Infamous. They even reuse some of the same lyrics, which doesn't make it bad, but it, it, re- it solidifies that connection. And also minus swearing points. I actually really liked the swear in this one. I thought it was. I'm not saying I'm not saying I you can't it. like the swearing. I'm just I... saying, as a lyricist, I most of the time find swearing unnecessary in writing. I though, in obviously this is in some capacity a nod to America the song from Infamous. I feel like it just went with it. And, yeah, of course, yes. And I, of all, of most of the swearing that we've heard on this album, I just found, I just enjoyed it a lot. Um, but yeah, definitely it, it's very, there's obvious connection between the two songs and uh, a clear similar sentiment as the other one. This It's unlike the other songs where it's like the progression of, a, of opinion or a redemption of some sort. This yeah. is just the same anger in a different song. 
I really liked it. Uh, did you have more to say? Um, to that? Uh, that was it for me. Seven out of ten. Um, I would also like to draw a connection between... There was uh, some similarities I found between this one and Everybody Sells Cocaine and uh, Deathmatch from Reincarnate. Yes. Um, and... Um, as much as I, I do agree, there's, there's a lot of comparison to some of their other songs as someone who does I would say in general prefer their earlier work and this is something we've we've spoken about yes. um I do like that there's a, I don't want to call it in America 2.0 because it is different and I don't know if that's what they're going for but at the same time if they're using similar lyrics how could they not um but I know America was one of the first songs that I discovered by Motionless um that and I, I just I love that there's like another song that gives off the same aggression as that one does but different from you know the literal right anger that you could feel in a song like Slaughterhouse um, I would give this one a 9 out of 10 I really enjoyed it you're being too kind motionless what do you mean I'm kidding <laughs> but you've I, given a lot of 9's out I, uh, have I? I would say... You've given at least two. Okay, I've given two. But, ironically, the two songs that I have given a nine to are the ones that are the most nods to previous songs. Um, so I guess that would go with my overall, you know, just loving that Very, earlier work. Um, but one of the new songs... Got an got an even higher score, so. Which one? Oh. Werewolf. Uh, werewolf. So of I would course. say, um, I'm not stuck, necessarily in my, you know, appreciation for the the earlier songs. Yes, I'm aware. Um, but, I don't know, especially a song like America, because that's one of the first songs that I, you know, heard that allowed me to discover them. Then I would say. It reminds me of that, and therefore I really enjoy it. And however, though, if they they made a song that had similar lyrics or similar vibe, and you know it just wasn't good, then I definitely would be a little frustrated by that. But I would say that they did what could be called America to justice. Yes. And last but not least, we have the title track, "Scoring the End of the World." Overall, a beautiful end to the album. I love the song. I especially love the chorus. And extra points for get, featuring Mick Gordon of Doom. The video game Doom. He did the soundtrack for it. So. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. Did you give it the clean bonus? Mm, clean bonus. Uh, but I'm going to have to take away points for releasing the song after we did our final episode so we could not include it in New Music May. Not that we did New Music May to begin with. It's okay. But the song is played on... WMSC Beyond Us. Yes. Do you have any more? That is it for now. Okay. Um, I will say that as this was one of the singles, I would say I love Slaughter House, but it wasn't stuck in my head as much as this one was. Yes, exactly. I believe that they did the, it being the title track, I believe that they did that justice. Because yes. I feel like I do have an expectation for, you know, an entire album was named after the song. Or this song was so powerful that it named the album, whichever right. way it was. Um, um, I wrote a note and I don't remember what I wrote. 
Um, also, I believe that was Ricky's voice in there. Oh, no. At some, at yes. some point, there was another voice, but I I'm pretty sure it's Ricky. I believe it was. Um, but regardless, I really enjoyed that section. I liked the variety. Um, what I also liked was that it sounded, um, it sounded more motionless. Yes, what we definitely. know of motionless than other songs than on uh, this album but i like at the very end there was um an electronic feel of like the last couple words of the song yes um definitely. that was a nod to the more electronic elements of the album especially cyberhex um i i found these two songs very closely connected mm -hmm. because they shared that Cyberhex feel. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that that was even in the, the smallest way they carried that to the very conclusion of yes. the album. And um, it wasn't necessarily one of those songs on a, on a lot of albums have like extremely slow songs. Right. At the end. And this, they didn't do that. It wasn't, you know um you know the the they didn't put slaughterhouse at the end of the album and i'm glad that they didn't so it, i'm not saying it's like that aggressive i felt like it was this song has a really good balance of a lot of the elements that they brought to the album overall and to conclude with this song i felt like it was a really good decision Definitely. and leaves you with like a good taste in your mouth when you're done listening to the album through and um it's a very small note i like that they actually say the title uh in the yes. song because i know there's uh, I, not necessarily emotionless but like there's a lot of times where the title isn't actually referenced in the song itself and, right. uh, again it being the title track I'm glad that it was there and it's, it felt like like they concluded the album in a very nice way in my opinion definitely for me I'll put an eight and a half out of ten but overall I'll give the album an 8.75 out of um taking off some points for swearing <laughs> mm -hmm. especially in the singles so we couldn't play them during our new music episodes so points off there especially in april because i remember there was the week slaughterhouse came out there was a bunch of other songs that came out that we were looking to put on new music april and we mm -hmm. couldn't put any of them so mm -hmm. I'm a little bitter about that yeah. still. But overall, I think they did a very good job with the album. It felt like a lot of the songs, though, were either references, callbacks, or sequels to other songs in Motionless's discography. Mm -hmm. Which isn't necessarily bad, but it wasn't like it wasn't necessarily bad but it was taking inspiration or taking little bits from all over their discography instead of like oh you can hear the last album in this one with their new sound it was no mm -hmm. you heard some infamous some graveyard shifts some mm -hmm. creatures all that stuff which mixed together well, but at some point it became a game of what song does this one sound like? Mm hmm I mean, I, I can disagree. Um, but I mean, there were a couple though where I know I was definitely grabbing for songs that I found similarities with. But then of course there were very, the two songs that's, that, very much stand out to be references to other ones. Obviously, one being an actual part two right. to an earlier song. Um, 
I would give the title track an 8 out of 10. And I'm I'm thinking that I would give the overall album a 7.5. Um, because I really enjoyed it. Um and you know, if that seems a little bit low, I apologize, but that's still overall I I believe it's a really great score and I'm not disappointed with this album whatsoever. Um there's a couple songs that I know are going to end up standalone on some of the other playlists like I've mentioned and um I do enjoy that there were a lot of songs that I was able to reference previous work to like compare them but at the same time they did have a couple of those gems where there's no songs that I really yes, can very true um, like Cyberhex and um, Werewolf, because even then I compared it to Unstoppable, but that's such a, a big stretch. It's like just the introduction of that song. Right. Um, I'm absolutely like there, there's enough songs that I've been blown away with that make it so difficult to even like think of rate giving it a poor rating. Definitely. Um, and what I do like too is. Um, when, uh, I, I want to say it was Disguise, when Disguise came out, there were a couple songs where I was like, oh, I don't really know how I feel about it, um, but I had a feeling it was going to grow in me, and I believe all the songs did, because um, I, I really adore that album, but I'm going to say that there's a lot on this album that I'm coming out of not really thinking like oh no i gotta listen to it a couple times before i fall in love with it the majority of this album i'm gonna say upon first listen i'm just absolutely obsessed with Definitely. and um you know congratulations to motionless and white for making a, a, another incredible album that i don't doubt i will be listening to for a very long time Definitely. Final, oh, you gave the final scoring of the final album. score. Yes. Well, okay. Top of your head, no big thinking. Best song on the album. I'm going to say Werewolf. I was going to say Werewolf, too. I might say Werewolf. It's so It's different. new. It's new. It's new. And I and like the, it. The funny thing is, is that I'm sure there's a lot of people who will say that that's their least favorite song for the same reason it's our exactly. favorite. Because um, I know um, there was a lot of that with um, Bring Me the Horizons album. Yes, Anna. yes, definitely. I know it was definitely a new vibe. And, you know, I know Motionless a lot more than I know Bring Me the Horizon. So maybe that has a hand in it. Um, that Because that's one of my favorite albums. And people were really not into it because it, oh, it didn't sound like them. And so, you know, there's some songs I really love on this album because it sounds like Motionless. And then there's Werewolf. It's so different. And, but it was executed well. Yes, that's definitely. They tried something new and I thought they did an incredible job. Well, that's going to wrap up our review of Scoring the End of the Earth by Motionless in white. Let us know what you thought of the album in the comments below. And feel free to subscribe and watch anything else we have on this channel. We've got interviews and we've got me and Nicole fighting. Both are very entertaining. So stay tuned for whatever we have next. Bye.